the second and third epistles of the Apostle John, and the Epistle of Jude, from the New Testament in Modern English, translated by Farrar Fenton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. The Second Epistle of the Apostle John The Old Man to the chosen lady and her children, whom I love in truth, and not myself alone, but also all those who recognize the truth, for the sake of the truth which dwells in us, and will exist with us in eternity, where will be with us blessing, mercy, peace, with God the Father, and with Jesus Christ the Son of the Father, in truth and love. I was greatly delighted in having found some of your children walking in truth, as fully as we received instruction from the Father. And now I beg of you, Princess, not as if writing a new command to you, but that which we possessed from the beginning, that we should love one another. And this is love, that we should conduct ourselves according to his commands. That is the command which you learnt from the first, so that you should walk by it. Because many misleaders have gone out into the world, some not acknowledging Jesus Christ to have come bodily. This is the misleader and the antagonist of Christ. Take care of yourselves, so that you may not lose what we are working out, but may receive a perfect reward. Whoever assumes the lead among you, and continues not in the teaching of the Messiah, possesses not God. Whoever continues in that teaching, he possesses both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this doctrine, neither admit him to your house nor wish him success. For whoever wishes him success himself participates in his wicked doings. Having a great deal to communicate to you, I have decided to do so not by paper and ink, but I hope to come to you and speak by word of mouth, so that your pleasure may be complete. The children of your chosen sister sends you regards. The End of the Second Epistle of the Apostle John The Third Epistle of the Apostle John the old man to his friend Gaius, whom I truly love. I pray above all, friend, that you may be prosperous and well, just as your soul prospers. For I was exceedingly delighted when brethren came and testified of your truth and how you walk in the truth. I have no greater delight than to learn that my children conduct themselves always in the truth. You practice faith, friend, when you bestow benefits on the brotherhood, who are even strangers. They testify of your friendship before the assembly, how well you have done in having helped them forward for the sake of God. Because for the sake of that name they went out, taking nothing from the heathen. Such we ought therefore to support, so that we may be workers together for the truth. I wrote something to the assembly. Diotrephes, however, who likes to make himself prominent among them, rejects us. If I come, therefore, I will make him remember his conduct, 
sneering at us with vile expressions, and indeed not content with these, he did not receive the brethren, and hindered those who would, and expelled them from the assembly. Do not, friend, imitate the bad, but the good. The well-doer is from God, the wrong-doer has not seen God. Demetrius is well reported of by all, as well as by the truth itself. Yes, and we also give evidence, and you know that our evidence is reliable. I have much to write to you, but I am unwilling to communicate to you with pen and ink. Very soon, however, I hope to see you when we can speak by word of mouth. Peace to you. The friends send you regards. Remember the friends by name. The End of the Third Epistle of the Apostle John The Epistle of Jude Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to the beloved by God the Father and surely called in Jesus Christ, mercy to you, and may peace and love be perfected. Friends, while I was making every effort to write to you in reference to our common salvation, I was impelled to write to you, urging you to strive energetically for the faith which was once for all entrusted to the holy. For some impious men have crept in stealthily, who were of old prescribed for this crime, who pervert the gift of our God into profligacy, denying our only Master and Lord Jesus Christ. I now desire to remind you, although you once knew it, that the people having been saved out of the land of Egypt, those who afterwards would not believe, perished. Those angels also who did not guard their own dominion, but abandoned their proper duty, he reserves in custody in the spirit land, under darkness, for a great day of judgment. Like Sodom and Gomorrah and their surrounding towns, who in the same way gave themselves up to prostitution, going after foul sensuality, are placed as a warning, committed to a punishment of perpetual fire. In the same way, most certainly, these dreamers also corrupt the body, they despise government, they libel authorities. But the archangel Michael, in his encounter with the devil, when he judicially argued respecting the body of Moses, dared not indulge in an abusive defense, but simply said, The Lord reprove you. These, however, sneer at whatever they are not acquainted with, but in whatever they physically understand, like irrational animals, in these they corrupt themselves. Woe to them, because they have marched the way of Cain, and with error they have rushed for the wages of Balaam, and shall perish in the revolt of Korah. These, when they associate with you in your love feasts, are offenses, gorging themselves without reverence. Rainless clouds, tossed about by the winds, fruitless, autumn-withering trees, twice felled, uprooted, wild raging sea-waves, foaming out their own disgrace, wandering stars for whom the gloom of darkness is reserved forever. Respecting these, indeed, Enoch, the seventh from Adam, also foretold, saying, 
Behold, a master will come with his holy myriads to execute judgment upon all, and he will convict all the impious of their impious actions of which they have been notoriously guilty, and for all the perversities which impious sinners have uttered against him. These are inveterate fault-finders, proceeding in accordance with their own inordinate desires. Their mouth is full of arrogance, they are flattering admirers for the sake of gain. But you, friends, remember the instructions which were previously uttered by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how they told you that in the latter time scoffers should appear, seeking after their own impious passions. These are the agitators, sensual, not possessed of a soul. But you, friends, building up yourselves upon your most holy faith, praying with a holy spirit, Guard yourselves in the love of God, expecting the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ in life eternal. Some indeed pity with fear, some indeed reprove, making a difference. But pitying, save from the fire, hating even the clothing which has been polluted with sensuality. Now to him who is able to guard you from stumbling and to support you blameless before the presence of his majesty with exquisite delight, to the only God our Savior, honor, majesty, dominion, and might before all time, now and throughout all the ages, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The End of the Epistle of Jude the End of the Second and Third Epistles of the Apostle John and the Epistle of Jude Recording by Mark Penfold